welcome to So You Think You Can Make It Big Time. I'm your host, Sergio, here with my fellow bandmates, Michael and Matt. Hey, hello. what's up, gamers? How we doing today, gamers? I'm gaming, gamer. That's gaming. Uh, th- thank you all for who tuned in to listen uh, to Matt, the Mass Effect episode, if you're continuing to watch the podcast. It didn't think that we were horrible and uh, wish you'd never watched that episode. Yeah, which reminds me, where did you people come from? You watched that episode more than like the surrounding eight episodes combined. What? Where? Maybe it's maybe it's just topical. You know, the wonderful thing about uh, the different intricacies of a podcast is that you don't really understand how things end up being the way that they are. I suppose you are correct, Michael. So, what do we have for our audience today, gentlemen? Well, um, as as we do, uh, we trend chase so so we can get you all into watching our podcast. And what is more topical than Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl? So I, uh... Uh, I decided to pull a Nickelodeon crossover. Uh, please, everyone, because uh, I posted it in general, I think, bear witness to big time Final Fantasy. We will be ignoring the first chapter because it's just a big bio dump. It's a big bio dump rush. Yes, it's like, oh, these are my uh, OCs and whatnot. Yeah, it's a little cringe, not gonna lie. Bro, it's a fan fiction. Oh, yeah, it's just called the cast of characters. I see, uh, this this guy has a pretty involved uh, thing. He is a guy, as I said right here, he's 100% male. Uh, He's got basically like a big series called NX Worlds, which is like his crossovers and stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, he forgot to put the the hashtag and numbers in his Discord, uh, username, which I which I'm not gonna read as we don't we don't like to dox people. He also has his Wii U, Nintendo Network ID, and 3DS friend code available. So uh, don't probably probably don't put those in your profile, but uh. Uh, he also hates Yaoi and Slash as much as he. Doesn't like math, spinach, losing track of time, math, and people who think they're perfect, as well as math. Nice. So, so. as you go to chapter two, prologus, this is our Final Fantasy. Disclaimer, the Final Fantasy series belongs to Square Enix. Big Time Rush belongs to Nickelodeon TV and Music Corporation. Big Time Final Fantasy, prologus. This is our final fantasy. Matt, would you like to read the prophecy? I would love to read the prophecy. The world lies shrouded in darkness. The winds die. The seas rage. The earth decays. But the people believe in a prophecy, patiently awaiting its fulfillment. When darkness veils the world... Four warriors of light shall come. After a long journey, four young travelers did at last appear. And in the hand of each 
was clutched a crystal. Lucan's prophecy. Are we gonna... uh, triple X. Uh, Are we going to do this on the count of three? Want... Yes. One. After three, okay. One. Yeah. Yes. Two. Three. Whoa! Whoa! Who's Screams narrating? were heard. God. Uh, I will. I, I'll narrate the first page. Uh, screams were heard from a distant, out from the falling sky, like shooting stars. Were four young men, popular boy band, Big Time Rush. <gasps> they landed hard on the on the grassy fields. Uh, this is you. All right, this is Carlos. Oh man, never thought we'd fell fifty feet from the sky and only to land on a soft cushion without a scratch. Carlos Garcia, the first one in the group with the fun-loving and cheerful personality, said enthusiastically. And speaking of cushion, this is really soft. Who's James? Uh, Michael will be James. Carlos, that cushion is my butt. James Diamond, the second one in the group with a pretty boy look <laughs> and sometimes a narcissist personality, barked at his best friend. Carlos noticed that he, land he did land on James, and Kendall and Logan too. He's quickly got off of them. Whoops, sorry, he grinned. The four guys finally got on their feet and looked around the vast plains. Michael is Logan. Oh, I'm Logan and which, Okay. Which is a sentence. Uh, where are we? Logan Mitchell, the third one in the group, the smartest one with a kind of paranoid personality, wondered. I, I think we were dreaming. Oh, Wait, sorry. I thought that was Kendall. You, you are Kendall. I was, it was a mistake. I think we're dreaming. Kendall Knight, the last one, and possibly the leader of the group, with a charismatic and scheming personality, wondered. I'll say a very vivid dream. Dude, James. get real. James said. If it was a dream, would I be able to do this? James pinched Logan on cue. Logan jumped back. Ow! Hey! See? Carlos then pinched James. And, oh, sorry. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah no, 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 I didn't right. hear that. Carlos then pinched James. James jumped back. Ow! Hey, what was that for? I thought we were playing a game. <laughs> Carlos chuckled. Guys, can we please focus? We can't. We apparently are dreaming, or we're not in the Hollywood anymore. Uh, he said, pointing out to the empty meadows with few trees in the background surrounding them. There was no one else in sight. He gulped. Or in Minnesota. Well, on the bright side, we don't have to do our history report from school. Carlos shrugged. No school? Logan panicked. But we have to go to school, because if we don't, our music career at Rock Records will be over. Ah! James screamed. But I don't want my music career to be over. Yeah. Logan agreed. And then we won't be able to graduate and get into an Ivy League school and be a doctor. He then grabbed Kendall by the shirt and shook him silly. Do you have any idea how hard it is to get into an Ivy League school and be a doctor? Dude, calm down. Kendall pulled Logan off of him. We won't stay here that long. Trust me. The teen suddenly heard creepy laughter at their every corner, then saw a bunch of <laughs> goblins coming out of the trees. And 
surrounding them with their knives and lances pointing. And apparently these freakish creatures don't think so. Kendall said, glaring at the armed goblins army. <laughs> what? Logan. Sorry. Goblins? Uh, goblins. Logan Galt already recognizing the creatures. I say, let's make a run for it. Carlos proposed. The guys shook their heads, but he started taking off anyway. Carlos, Carlos don't! don't! The guys screamed, but it was too late. The, gar go the goblin army overpowered the boys. Soon they found themselves caged up high amongst the tallest of trees. That was fast. Nice job, Carlos. James grumbled at his friend. If you weren't so stubborn, we would have fled. Well, if you hadn't picked up that strange book, we wouldn't be here. Carlos countered. Touche. Matt, would you like to be the, the, the goblins? I will be the goblins. Warriors of light, you shall soon meet your ends. <laughs> Cackling noise caught the guy's attention. They looked down below. It was the goblins again. Warriors, Warriors of, light? of light? The guy said, confused. One goblin looked at the other and said, you will never get the faces, never for y'all meet your end. Okay, goblins, or whatever you are. James spoke calmly. Can I make one suggestion to you? He then barked. Speak English! Wow, what a racist. The goblins shot rains <laughs> of arrows and lances at them. The guys freaked out. The goblins laughed on cue. <laughs> Don't upset them! Logan panicked. Man, we gotta get out of here, fast, cried Carlos. But how? Kendall exclaimed. The cage is way too strong to break. We can bro oh, sorry, James. We can break it together. James proposed. It worth the try. <laughs> the guys tackled on their cage twice. Bam, bam. They tried to tackle it again when the cage out of the blue when out of the blue, a blinding crescent-shaped flash of light cut through the rope that was holding on the cage, and the cage went down towards the goblins. The guys fell into the ground, breaking their prison into pieces. The goblins panicked. Panic noises. Panic noises. Uh, that was easy. Logan said. We're free, Carlos cheered up. And you're in that! A goblin yelped as his army cornered the, gu the guys. Stop! The guys raised their hands toward the goblins as they trying to stop them when suddenly a massive ball of light shot off from Logan's hands and struck a goblin, combusting him into crisp. There's something ironic about the one named Logan be being the wizard. That is quite ironic, for reasons we will not disclose. The goblins turned to face their defeated charred comrade and then turned to face Logan. The other boys also turned to Logan. Surprised also, Logan stared at his hand, shocked at what he just did. Did you? Carlos gasped. Just... James muttered. Used magic? Kendall blinked. What? Witch! It's a witch! The, gob the goblins screamed. Wait, it's, it's not what you think. Logan tried to explain himself, but the goblins took up running and screaming for their lives. Witch! Witch! He breathed witchcraft on us! Get out of here! The goblins were gone, leaving the four boys speechless. Well, that went well.
Kendall said. All four boys gathered around Logan. So seriously, how'd you do that? Carlos exclaimed. You did magic, didn't you? Well, I I think so. Logan stammered. I mean, I think I did. Just as I predicted. All heads turned to the source of the voice. There's an old wise man brim brimming in a mighty light, standing a few couple a couple feet from the boys near a small town entrance. One, I guess there's just a town. Yeah. One, two, three. Who, who are, are you? Who are you? Sync that up the in the post. <laughs> the nah. boys asked. As darkness veils the world. Sorry, that's you. The, the, yeah. As darkness veils the world, four warriors of light shall come. Er, uh, actually, we're big time rush. James said, correcting the old wise man in light. We're four hockey players in a boy band. Candle said. Yeah, uh, not four warriors of light. Logan said. That is what you think. Seriously, who are you, Carlos asked. Follow my divine prophecy, and your destiny, Odyssey, shall give you the answer. The old wise man in light vanished before the boys could reach him. He's gone. Kendall blinked. Just like that, Carlos Galt ready to freak out. People don't just disappear like that in the real world. James exclaimed, already freaked out. But, see, that's the thing. We're not in the real world. Logan exclaimed. People don't disappear like that, and I don't do magic. Where are we? Kendall asked, scene transition. Matt, would you like to take over as narrator? I sure would. <clears throat> Cornelia. The guys entered Cornelia, surprised by the change in scenery. Okay, this is so not Minnesota. Logan confirmed. This is another place altogether. James added. Hey, Logan, maybe you can use magic to take us back to Minnesota. Carlos proposed. I wish I knew how to do that, but I can't. And besides, people get persecuted for exposing magic in public. It is written in our history books. He then angrily faced James. Which we sh would have studied if it we didn't end up stuck in this world. Hey, I'm not the one who proposed we sign our names big time rush in the book. James argued. You're the one who bought the book. Carlos added. James suddenly felt guilty. Yeah, but... He then snapped at Carlos. You're the one who proposed we sign our names in the book. Guys! Kendall stopped them, having a light bulb over his head. Maybe we need to find that book. It might help us figure out where we are and find our way back home to Hollywood before everyone discovers we're missing. Right. Everyone agreed. Kendall looked around and spotted a couple of guards talking to each other. We should ask those guys. They looked authoritative and friendly. The guys approached the guards. Excuse me. The guards turned to face them. Hi, uh, we're kind of lost. Logan said. We're big time rush. James interrupted. We're kind of popular, I'm sure you know. The guards suddenly dropped their lances once they saw the guys. Oh, oh my god. The guys lit up. So you know us? 
Kendall asked. Thank goodness! We're... One, the two... The prophesized warrior... Sorry. Oh, n never mind. You can, you can be both guards. Go ahead. Yeah. The prophesized warriors of light... The guards exclaimed... You really are them! Okay, we. what order are we... How are we reading this? There's. It's almost line by line, but it's not quite there. Do we want the? Do we want to read the interludes? Like he said, she said. I I feel like if they're just gonna continue talking in the line, there's no point in doing it. All right. Huh? The guys raised eyebrows. Those crystals. Those crystals. Oh my! We're fucking. Mm. I you said I was both of the guards. You waited like three seconds to say it. Ugh. The second guard pointed at the guys. They noticed something around their neck. Crystal necklaces. They were puzzled. What the? Carlos breathed. The guards' excitement suddenly caught the townspeople's attention, and before the guys knew it, there was a commotion, as if celebrities just walked an empty street that quickly blossomed with people. They were chanting, Warriors of light, they've come! Glory to the goddess of harmony! Glory and honor! Wait, warriors of light? Kendall exclaimed. But we're not. James tried to speak, but the guard cheerfully interrupted him. You must see the king at once. He dragged the guys out of the streets and into the castle's entryway. You think they were like just right next to the castle? Just, yeah. Just like five just feet. Just chilling. Just like a Nickelodeon set's worth of distance, conveniently. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Welcome, young travelers. The guys turned their attention to the king of Cornelia. They were surprised by who they saw on the king's seat. One, two, three. Gustavo! Gustavo! Everyone exclaimed. Please call me King Cornelia, the king replied with wisdom. I heard that you carry crystals. Yeah, I guess. Kendall toyed with the crystal he carried before showing it to the king. Is this what you're talking about? The guys showed their crystals as well. How many of the guys are we on? Ten? That's gotta be it. We gotta have a drinking game about that if we ever read this again. Kendall had the earth crystal, James had the water crystal, Carlos had the fire crystal, and Logan the wind crystal. It is just as Lucan's prophecy foretold. When darkness veils the world, four warriors of light shall come. Uh, yeah. What are these warriors of light again? Asked Logan. <clears throat> you are. Who would like to be the chancellor? I can be uh, the chancellor. Yeah, Sergio, it's a girl, uh, so yeah. yeah. It's a young lady. Your possessive majesty. That's that's how you're supposed to do it. I know I know, I'm just I'm just memories. <laughs> the Chancellor, a young lady very familiar to BTR, approached the king. One, two, three. Kelly? Kelly They gasped. We cannot be certain that these... Oh, no, 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 this is me. We cannot be certain that these are the warriors foretold by the prophecy. The Chancellor said to the they're, king. They're too young. Yet they stand before us with the crystals. I cannot dismiss this as mere coincidence. Also, I have no fucking idea what Gustavo sounds like from Big Time Rush, so I'm probably going to piss off a lot of people with that. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> 
the king said before facing bacon tomato rhubarb <laughs> also by the way this is yeah this is gonna piss people off btr better than bts <laughs> dude that's just a fat ass truth like if people get mad at it they just can't accept it will you not rescue my daughter sarah james. yes james quickly said but kendall elbowed him to keep him quiet the chancellor then added the chancellor garland yeah 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 i'm sorry garland a knight once in his majesty's service has abducted Princess Sarah, I ask for your aid in the name of his majesty, the King of Cornelia, though I'm not certain if we're really up to the task. Okay, because Garland's introduced on a 3 two, one can, can you guys give me your best chaos? Sure. Three, two, one. Chaos! chaos! Okay. Do you know nothing, fool? It's Chaos, the god of destruction! <laughs> Logan. I'm here to kill chaos. Oh, sorry. My bad. We're not. We just... We just... Uh, um, uh, fuck. I... We are all over the fucking place with this fic. It's so hard for me to read this because, like, I'm focused on, like, other things at the same time because I got shit to do. Sorry. I, I can't focus entirely on Final Fantasy Big Time Rush. Bruh. Where the fuck are we? You're up. We are to not the up to it. Yeah, we're not we are up not to it. Jeez, ah, I'm already fucking. Oh, there it is. We're not up to it. Logan quickly said, only to be elbowed by Carlos. Garland has taken refuge in the Chaos Shrine, which lies to our north. The Chancellor said, "Weren't you able to get your knights to stop Garland?" Kendall asked. Of course we did attempt to rescue the princess ourselves. The chancellor replied. But Garland is one of the finest swords in the kingdom with inexhaustible strength that could run an army. We have none that can match him. The guys huddled up together to talk. What do you think? Kendall said. We're up for the task? We just got here. Logan argued. And frankly, a knight who can run down an army is so not the type of guy we should be assigned. The four of us to mess with. We could take up the offer. Carlos said. One, two, three. What? Uh, Carlos? Carlos? Carlos shrugged. What? We gotta rescue a princess in trouble. And besides, we could be rewarded. Like, I don't know, with a way back home? Ah, so you wish to journey back into your origins? The king said, catching their attention. It was as if he could hear everything they were saying. My humble apologies for eavesdropping, but we could hear you very loud and very clearly from up here. The guys chuckled nervously. But I implore you, if you can rescue Sarah, I will have the kingdom provide you with a mithril-powered airship for your safe travels back to your origins as a sign of my gratitude. Hold you. Carlos snapped back at the guys. We'll do it, Kendall said. We'll rescue your daughter. Garland will never know what hit him. We will? James and Logan exclaimed, and for the first time, it was the correct decision to have Michael voice those two characters. 
Thank you, the king said. You may go now, warriors of light, and do not fail me. Back at the castle town, this crony... Am I going to keep narrating, or are you... What are we thinking? I'm okay with narrating more. Yeah, you can narrate more. That's good. Better. This Cornelia King is nothing like Gustavo. He's like actually kind of nice. Carlos. Four, four warrior, four warriors battling monsters. Now that's my kind of adventure. He said excitedly. Logan. And like all kind of adventure, we need to suit up and be prepared for supplies, clothings, and weapons. He said. Weapons? Kendall blinked. Logan nodded. Yeah, obviously a place like this is very similar to the one in medieval times. And back then, people always carried swords around for protection. James? Well, I guess it's time to go shopping. He declared, and the guys took off. The shopping experience was... stranger than expected. First, the guys got clothes, and some tried to pay with their dollar cash or credit card from their wallets. Oh god, they really are himbos. The vendors would always point them to the sign that said, Gil only, go to pub to make money. So, they went to get Gil at the pub, and they did the type of job they never thought they would have done back home as a popular pop band. Hunting poisonous Marlboros for their vines? Packet delivery from across town with a chocobo pulling carriage that is as slow as a 1990 buggy, cleaning an airship with a toothbrush, and speaking of chocobo, they had to clean up after them, and one of them bit Carlos, who tried to pet him. They were horrible jobs, but they did manage to pull at least 1,800 gil. Is that a thing in Final Fantasy games that you have to do sometimes? No. Okay, probably a reference to Kingdom Hearts 2 then. Uh I I I think I think you just started with a, a like a set amount of gill in Final Fantasy One, hmm. and this is a Final I mean, Fantasy One parody, equipment. I assume. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I think he started with equipment, so you could just go outside Cornelia and just farm goblins for a bit. Based. They quickly went back for their shopping experience. They bought not-so-fancy cotton vests and trousers and not-so-sturdy gauntlets and flat boots. Boy, did they miss their frickin' suit, celebrity lives. Sweet celebrity lives, especially James, who was twice as frustrated and was literally whining. Then came the weapons and armor, like swords and shields. Kendall got a rapier. James got a rapier and a shield. Carlos couldn't decide between the nun chunks or the bamboo fighting stick. They were both just so cool. But then when he saw a whole line of helmets, his eyes glowed and went for them to try them all on. Logan uh, couldn't handle swords well. But then his eyes caught a small ruby staff and he dumped the fuck out of that sword. The staff reacted to his touch, as if it wanted to be with him. Logan smiled. Finally, finally, they went to the vendor to check out the items they wanted with the price they could afford. The vendor counted the payment, but shook his head. He pulled out a sign that says, The items are all 2,000 gil. You are a thousand short. And everyone groaned in frustration. Finally, after what felt like eight hours of working and shopping, Nighttime fell and the exhausted guys were all done. James? Phew, I have never shopped that much since our last minute Christmas shopping back in LA. 
James reminisced. Crazy times. He remembered. Now, where are we going to find a bus at this hour? Kendall wondered. One, two, three. A bus? A bus? A bus. The guys laughed. Kendall, look around. Where are we going to see an actual bus on this place? Uh, true that. Kendall mumbled. But we gotta rescue Gustav. He hesitated. Uh, King Cornelia's daughter somewhere in this place. But where? Mm, you kids trying to find Chaos Shrine? A voice caught their attention. It was an enigmatic old man wearing his face down with the hood of his red cloak. He was riding on a heavy carriage fit for a traveling merchant. One, two, three. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hop in! You may put your items with my merchandises. One, two, three. Thank, Thank you, you, man! Thank you, man. Is that a thing from the show? I never watched the show. Is it that common that they would say something's in unison? Yeah. I am... No, I do not remember. I remember it being something that they did. This is this is painful, painful to organize uh, ourselves because we're idiots. This is also just a really long fan fiction. That is true. This is impressively length. How long was it, Sergio? It's like an actual book in length. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To total, it's like one hundred forty-four thousand words. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Do we have to read the rest of this chapter? Yeah. I want to at least finish the chapter. I don't know. We're about halfway through. Let's at least finish one more segment. Everyone okay. cheered, dumped their stuff in the merchandises, and hopped into the carriage. The enigmatic figure lightly kicked his horse, and with a neigh, sound the carriage was off. Sanctuary of order. A puddle of white, crystal-like water that seemed to expand over distances, with lots of rail beams surrounding the place. It was there that sat in the middle of a moon-shaped structure, an elegant lady with blonde hair, the brilliance of gold, and donning a robe of white, the elegance of diamonds. And surrounding her were ten warriors, adorning various outfits, like knight outfits or Gen X outfits. They were the ten heroes of light. Titus, Zidane Tribal, Squall Leonhart, Cloud Strife, Tara Branford, Bart Klauser, Cecil Harvey, Onion Knight, Furion, and the Warrior of Light, Aris. I have no idea Zidane. how we're going to voice these. Uh, I will be Zidane. Are we in heaven or something? He sounded worried. Are we dead? I think Sergio also has no, to be No, you are not dead. Zidane Tribal. The, wo the woman in white called him before facing the newcomers. And neither are you, Cloud Strife, Squall Leonhart, and Titus Final Fantasy X. She said to the three, who also looked worried. I want to be Cloud. You can be Cloud. Then what's going on here? <laughs> Cloud said before Squall asked her sternly. You told us you would tell us everything once you've summoned all ten of us. We're all here now, so spill it. Who wants to be the warrior Squall? of light? 
I'll be Warrior of Light. Sounds good. You are speaking to the Goddess of Harmony, Cosmos. Show her respect. What? Squall said, and so did everyone else, who was shocked by the revelation. The Warrior of Light knelt before the Goddess, and everyone else reacted the same way he did. Please, forgive- Oh, no, that's him. That's the Warrior of Light. Please forgive him on my behalf, my Goddess. He said. I should let him know in advance that we were standing before you. Holy shit, Cosmos from Xeno. <laughs> you are not to blame. Cosmos replied with a warm smile before looking at every one of the heroes she had summoned, peering into their guilty hearts. No one is to blame. You want to be Bart's, Matt, you can be Bart's. Should I be Bart's? Okay. I guess I'll be Bart's. Okay, you be Bart's. Cosmos! Bart's quickly stood up, shaky. You know I've been a good boy, right? I've been taking good care of Boko. I've defeated evil. I've helped out citizens, including the senior ones, and ate my shorts. He stammered. Please don't judge me yet. Don't send me to hell. Wait a minute! Titus now began to panic. Is that why you summoned us? To judge us? Cosmos tried to speak, but then everyone started panicking again, speculating to their fates. Cosmos, uh... Cosmos yes. did not call upon us for judgment. The Warrior of Light reassured them, and everyone turned back to face the goddess, questionably. What I am about to tell you could shock you. She began. It could very well affect the future of my very existence. Everyone's heart just jumped when she said that last line. What would a world be without Cosmos? They couldn't imagine it. You are not just summoned here. She began. You were brought back to life, and so was I. They all looked at each other, stunned. Brought back to life, Onion Knight said. What do you mean? Cosmos went on. I would like to I would like to point out that he gave Warrior of Light a name but didn't give a, a name to the Onion Knight. Yeah. <laughs> Cosmos went on all ten of you and many more before you were involved in an endless war between Chaos and I, the War of the Gods, an endless cycle of battle that has been going on for centuries. Chaos won. Chaos. Chaos. Won the previous cycle of battle and I have lost. I was with sad memories of these bloody times but you however don't do not remember anything it has been that way for the past 13 wars that oh yeah i'd like to point yeah but i'd like to point out that because this is using dissidia lore uh uh lightning uh vaughn and uh one more person were game ended forever in the 12th cycle so they're just they're just dead they're just like they're, their souls are gone they're just non-canon they're just ultra super perma dead they can't ever yeah, they're, come they're, back they're... nope nice because like because the, the, the they did dissidia 012 which was the sequel slash prequel and it was like oh why aren't the it was laguna vaughn and lightning it was like oh why aren't they in the the, the like the first one it's like oh yeah they're they're just dead ouch that sucks <clears throat> Anyways, continue. 
This statement shocked the heroes. They'd been in 13 wars before, and they had no memories of them, but Cosmos wasn't done there. We have now entered the 14th cycle of battle, and possibly the final one. She waved her hand over the crystal water under her feet to reveal the image of the carriage carrying Big Time Rush to the Chaos Shrine. The heroes moved away from the water they were standing on to get a clear picture of the four guys. Lucan's prophecy, he went on. It is said that the four warriors of light will come together to stop this end. Endless cycle of death and rebirth. By joining this war, these young souls, Kendall Knight, James Diamond, Carlos Garcia, and Logan Mitchell, are such warriors told by the prophecy. Can I just stop this for one second and point out that Logan Mitchell is two first names in a row? Yeah. Yes. Like I, 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 I also would like to point out that Warrior of Light is not even questioning why four random chuds are going about events that he already lived through. <laughs> yeah, fuck that chaos guy, am I right? And he turns back to like everyone, and they're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? The four chaos. warriors of light from the prophecy. Chaos. Here? Firion said. I'm looking for chaos. You want to be At terrible, long Michael? last. Oh, it's not a Yeah. Hera said with a sigh of relief. This could mean the end of us all, Cecil said. Good or evil. Yes, Cosmo said. And so I have summoned you here, all ten of you, for if you are to join forces with these warriors and help them on their journey to defeat Chaos. Chaos. And his villains of darkness. They must not join the dark side. This battle must end in our favor in any way possible. Warrior of Light. I have met them. Briefly. He said, reminiscing. I pulled them off from the cage that they were in when the goblins captured them. And you just walked away? Titus said, surprised. It, is not, it was not my time to reveal them their destinies. He revealed they are not yet ready yet but soon they very soon they will but right now he stared back at the picture they will encounter garland and then it Man. looks like they do in fact go on to encounter garland and honestly i i am getting a bit bit petered out at the moment on this it's this is interesting and it's not horrible, but goddamn, I forgot how hard it was to read line by line dialogue. I also, sure do also think I, I'm, I'm glad the author included the meme. I Garland will knock you all down, which Based. is what Garland says to you when you encounter him in the first game, and it became a meme. <laughs> I, I sure do love the image of Big Time Rush, and then Cloud Stray standing beside them. Like it, it's just <laughs> that is like, perfect. <laughs> It's the like, image. I, I, it's the image more than the fan fiction itself that I like because it's just like it's really funny to just go, haha, that's that's weird. They're going off against Sephiroth, the boy band. Yeah, I I think like like at worst this is just like a generic isekai that just so happens to star big time rush. Like the the idea is very grand that he's like got going here, but like it 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 didn't need to have big time rush in it yeah, yeah. 
Like, like, like you. This could have just been about four random dudes whose names happened to be Kendall, James, Carlos, and Logan. Agreed. It's just kind of, it's weird. I don't know how to put it into also, words. It, also, it looks like they named uh, uh, their, their airship the Big Time Airship. <laughs> As it should be. Jeez. I think this would be fun to read on your own if you were a big fan of Final Fantasy and Big Time Rush. Because honestly, it it seems like it's fun from that perspective, but... Yeah, it, it's for what it seems, each chapter is Big Time Rush taking on, like, like, like they, they go through all of the games and have to deal with all of the villains, which I, I think would be cool on their own. But, like, this didn't need to be, like, a Big Time Rush fanfiction. It didn't need to be a novel, either. I think that's what's most impressively unnecessary is the 144,690 words over 15 chapters this was made in. That is so much more impressive than this concept deserves it. I I would give this a 6. It's it's kind of it's kind of clunky. I I would say it's bad. It's yeah. I, I would it's just... not bad. But Clunky is probably the best word. What do you think, Michael? Uh, yeah, I agree. Like, I, I, I enjoy like the concept because like fan fictions are those one weird things where you just like do something kind of wacky and wild, and then people just go, "Oh, I didn't think about that before," and it's it's hard to read this and not just be like absolutely mind-numbed at the end also it looks like the he hasn't written chapter the latest chapter the latest chapter uh is big time realm reborn where uh they, they go to uh the, the world of final fantasy 14 and also the people from uh, uh final fantasy type zero are there which are which is a very underrated game that i recommend everybody play nice that sounds cool the, whoever made this is very clearly a massive fan of both both franchises and in a in a very good way unfortunately yeah, is. this is this is one of those things where clunky writing no matter how cool the premise is or how well paced the plot is just really makes it difficult to get through yo yo he even goes back and revives lightning vaughn and lagunas they're not the big the big time dead, you mean? <laughs> big time dead. Big time uh, not dead. Uh, uh, uh. Well, that's it, boys. I don't have well, anything else to say. What if Square Enix did the big, the big boy move in in a spinoff? Like, 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 imagine it, like they killed Cloud. Like, like Cloud isn't in the first city. It's like, huh? Why did they leave Cloud out of the resident? Because they killed him. <laughs> that would be cool. I don't have that anything else to a... say. Yeah, like I, it's it's hard for me to speak because this is like I know like one of these franchises, which is Big Time Rush. Yes. I don't know enough about Final Fantasy or Dissidia. And again, it's it's like man, I I'm sure this fanfiction would be really good if I understood the whole like everything about Final Fantasy. But I don't. I only know about Cloud Strife and Sephiroth, and anything that happens in Final Fantasy 7. Agreed. I I enjoy Final Fantasy, but I had, I really don't know much about the franchise. Dissidia, 
that word is meaningless to me. I only know Titus from the fake laugh meme. It, it it's it's a it's a it's a RPG 3D arena fighter for the PSP, and it's surprisingly really really fun and good. What is it with Square Enix and JRPG franchises that span multiple consoles having really weird spikes in necessary ability to understand the franchise plot and quality of the video game? I don't know. I will you, say you, you, I you, have you, a much easier time understanding Kingdom Hearts than this. Dissidia surprisingly... The, the, the weird thing about Dissidia is that it assumes you've never played a Final Fantasy game because they, they don't reference the games at all. Like, the character's like, yeah, I don't like my respective villain, but you never get, like, the feeling that, like, they had a history with each other. I think it's because, like, they got, like, plucked into this battle, like, before, like, the game began. But, like, Cloud's like, yeah, I don't really like Sephiroth. What, did he, like, drop a meteor on your planet? I don't know what you're talking about. I just don't like Sephiroth. Like, there's no, like, aha, Terra, I'm going to get my revenge on you for ruining, like, my world-ending plan or whatever. It's just, like, they it's like they never... Oh, yeah, that's right. They have amnesia. Like, every cycle, they have amnesia. So I guess that explains why they don't... It's... It, it's 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 a weird dumb. game, very fun though. It it's it, it's it's dumb. It's just so you can watch your favorite Final Fantasy characters beat the shit out of each other. That is based, which is what every true fan wants: is to watch their favorite Final Fantasy characters absolutely knock each other's shit in. And you know what else? I, I think that I I, I think that's that, that's sorry. No, go ahead. Finish your thought. I was gonna, gonna say I think that's I think that's I think that's the the backbone of every crossover. You want to watch the people who are crossing over fight first before we get the team up. Yeah, yeah it's pretty fun to do that. Which reminds me, yeah. uh, the reason we're uh, grifting, I mean posting this episode, uh, Nicktoons All-Star Brawl. God damn, I am excited for that game. I, I, mean, I, 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 I feel like the, the discourse and the jokes might overshadow the game, but I hope the game is actually good. I hope we're memeing and joking about a game that I actually like want to play. I think no. it will. Yeah. Slap City knowing was fun. The, yeah. Knowing the Slap City guys, um, I trust them. They have removed like a few things like clutch because that would like th yeah, that wouldn't really fit, and it was kind of janky. Yeah. So, like, I I trust them enough to make this like a really solid platform fighter, and like, I'm going into this thinking that this is like a. This is a much more polished engine than the Slap City one. So I'm all for it. We can only hope. We can only hope. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to main Nigel Thornberry, though. His animations look like he's a gorilla. Yes, it will be smashing. And I'll do this with my hands. We need that to be like a tech. It has to be uh it has to be a tech that Nigel Thornberry can do. I hope there's a five frame perfect inputs in a row tech for it that breaks the game. That would be perfect. <laughs> That's what happens when you do it with your hands. Alright. Any final closing remarks? Final nah, discussions. Nah. Then have a smashing good time! Ah.